BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon Georgia will hand off on the wing right side block. We'll send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars look to bounce back from a surprising loss to South Dakota as they host their crosstown rivals, the Wolverines of Utah Valley. Now, BYU had its two-game winning streak snapped unexpectedly last Saturday as the Cougars dropped a 69-68 decision to South Dakota at Vivint Arena. It was BYU's first loss at the home of the Utah Jazz dating back all the way to 2007. It snapped a 17-game winning streak in that building and was quite the difference in first and second half. BYU managed only one three-point make in the first half, while South Dakota absolutely blitzed the Cougars from deep, hitting 8 of 13 attempts. Now, BYU found itself down at, by 15 at the break. It was 40-24 to 24 in favor of the, uh, the Coyotes. The second half was a completely different story, however, with BYU outscoring the Coyotes 43-29. to BYU actually was able to pull within one point and had possession with seven seconds remaining. Unfortunately, Rudy Williams' three-point attempt missed, and the clock hit zero on BYU's comeback hopes. Now, the loss definitely stings, but now it's time to focus on a pretty important game with Utah Valley, and it's important for a couple of different reasons. One, because it's a team that has beaten BYU recently, and we're talking about the Wolverines upsetting the Cougars in Orem last season, but it's also big because of the game coming up on Saturday in Las Vegas against number 21 Creighton. We're obviously not going to worry about Creighton just yet, but knowing what's on the horizon, BYU can feel a lot better about things heading into that matchup if they can come away with a win tonight after playing well on the Marriott Center floor. Now let's focus on Utah Valley for a minute. Four and four is their record. They're coming off a home win over Long Beach State. Mark Madsen's guys are led in scoring by Justin Harmon with 14 points per game. The Wolverines have a big man named Aziz Bandeng, excuse me, Bandego, who averages a double-double. He's averaging 12 points and 10 rebounds. That ranks 10th in the country in double-doubles. And as a team, Utah Valley is fourth in the nation in block shots. So that's something that BYU will certainly have to pay attention to tonight. Right now, BYU needs to find ways to make the game feel a little bit easier. The Cougars have missed a lot of makeable shots at the rim. That was certainly uh, on display in the loss to South Dakota. The good news is that turnovers still seem to be trending down. BYU's turnover situation that plagued them early in the year, they're slowly but surely cutting down on the number of turnovers. So that's certainly good. And we know what type of shooters this BYU team has. So that's those are things that can be working in BYU's favor. It's all about finding ways to make that consistency, you know, something we see in both halves. Because we're seeing it, say, in the second half, but not in the first. Or in some games, vice versa. Being able to have that consistent play from the get-go and a strong start 
obviously would certainly go a long way for BYU. They've been finding themselves down early in games after slow starts. Um, One player who didn't face Utah Valley last season was Gideon George, and I caught up with Gideon after practice yesterday, and I asked him how hard is it to get over a loss like the one to South Dakota? It's really tough. Sunday was like a terrible day, and yesterday was a terrible day, and, you know, it's a quick turnaround. Like, how can you flip the switch from, like, you know, being, like, irritated and, like, pissed off, like, losing the game. Like, we got, is a long season and we got a lot of games. Like, how can you, like, change that, flip that switch? So, I think we as a group, we've done a pretty good job with that and we're getting ready for the next game. You, as one of the older players, one of the veteran players, do you take it upon yourself to be one of the guys that kind of helps this younger team move past things like this? Yeah, I try as much as, as possible to, for the guys to put the blame on me. Um, I think I kind of let them down with um, falling out of the game. That shouldn't have happened. And um, as being a leader on this team, I want to lead those dudes. And, like I want them to have like the ultimate confidence in each and every one of us. And I think I'll do a better job. So that was on me. One of the things that we've noticed in these games, yes, there are stretches where things aren't going well, but there are also stretches where you guys are playing really great basketball. How do you tap into making it more consistent overall? Um, I think we we got to just find a way to like... It's always the first like five or ten minutes of the game. We gotta find a way to be better in those five ten minutes. If you're setting a goal for ourselves, and like I don't know what we're going to do, but I I think the coaches have figured that out and done a pretty good job about that. And I think we're holding each other accountable for that too. And we gotta be better like the first period of the game. We cannot let lose and trying to play catch up the second half of the game. Well, and you said it a minute ago. There's still a lot of basketball to play you, you know you're you've got the majority of the season still ahead of you the entire conference season yet to come there's no reason to get down on yourselves there's time for you guys to figure this out does that give you guys hope that you know there's so much left in the year um i'll say yes you know but you want to build on something like something good right now and getting into conference play so we're trying to do that so that's why guys are like really like bitter and pace about like losing because you want to set a good foundation going into conference play i think if we can like do that we'll trending on the right direction so you did not get to play in the game last year at uvu obviously ended up being a loss for the cougars but i was hearing you talking with the general media this this is one that's pretty important for you you, you guys did not like the way that ended last year did you no i didn't like it like sitting at my home and like watching the game on my phone it wasn't a fun experience at all, you know, losing over there at UVU where we were ranked number 12 team in the country. And so we get to play them in front of our fans and um, it's going to be a good game. And like I said earlier, we're going to stay the course of this game and try to like be better the first half instead of playing a catch-up game. Well, and with the two schools being so close, I don't know how often you run into guys that are on their team and vice versa. Like, there's some bragging rights when you're five miles apart, right? Yeah, yeah. I played 
I played a lot of ball during the summer with the guys over there at UVU, you know. <laughs> They're like friends. I got some couple of friends over there, but, you know, there's no friend on the court. Only your teammates. Only the dudes you go to war with. So we want to win the game and we're going to do everything right. The game plan that the coaches have set for us, we're going to do them right to help us succeed. So let's talk about your shoe drive, the uh, the sneakers for Africa. Last year, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys were able to have, what, 6,000 pairs of shoes donated. Now you've set a goal of 10,000 this year. Give everybody an idea of what's happening with the shoe drive, where everything is at, and how they can help out. Yeah, so, um, so it's going to be on the 12th of December, the game against Utah at home, the female uh, women's basketball game, so there's going to be a container outside, so you can bring your shoes from the 12th to the 17th of December the day we play against Utah at home so you can come drop off the shoes and also I'll give you a huge shout out to Freedom Prep Academy, they did a shoe drive over there, we got uh, 1200 pairs of shoes right now and a lot of people have donated and so like I'm really, really like grateful for everyone that is trying to make the world a better place, and so I'm grateful for that. Tell everybody the experience because you know myself or anybody that, that grew up in the United States, the idea of not having a pair of shoes, we can't really understand that. But you've told stories about it may be years before some kids are able to get their first pair of shoes, and it means so much to them. Can you explain to the listeners just what this means to the kids that receive these shoes? Yeah, um, I'll kind of go off of this, like my story, like my parents, um, the amount, the rate at which they sh- sell shoes in America is like, I don't think they make that same amount in Nigeria. So like no family is trying to like go buy a pair of shoes for you when they need to buy food and like, you know, clothes and like do domestic st- stuff at home with the money. So it's hard to get like shoes in Nigeria. So we got organization like Time Out to Africa that really like help kids, you know, and I've uh, been like so blessed to be in the state and so I was like, how can I help kids too? How can I be part of that? How can I change people's lives? And instead of like the family putting the money into shoes, they can use the money to do something else. So I was like, yeah, and I've been blessed to be here at BYU and with the opportunity and getting free shoes. I was like, how can I help people? So sending shoes, it means a lot. And just seeing the smiles on the kids' face because they're like me too, like getting a pair of shoes, I'll run back home, show my mom with joy and being happy you know like the joy is just like pure joy you cannot teach that and just seeing it on the kids face that was like motivates me to like keep going you mentioned the word pure joy and uh something else that i'm sure was probably pure joy you're engaged you're engaged to be married right yes i am i'm engaged to the most beautiful girl in the whole world and the most smart girl (laughs) she's she's really awesome she makes my life better and she makes me a better um, human being and we complement each other vice versa and she's just like I don't know she's just awesome I can keep going (laughs) going on and going on about Jess and like I can brag about Jess like all day and how did you ask her about everyone's kind of got a story on how they asked their spouse to marry them do do you have a fun story on how you asked Uh, I was so scared out of my mind and <laughs> I didn't know how to do it but I think I got a uh, group, um, 
a good group of guys that really helped me. Um, I'll just mention names: Bobby, Trevinell, our best friend Harley, and all our friends that came that day. Bobby and his wife LA, so they really helped me because I was kind of losing my mind. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> were you worried she was going to say no, or do you, were you pretty confident you were getting the yes? Yeah, I was pretty confident <laughs> I was getting the yes, but I was this scared though. I don't know why I was scared because you know is another like translation of your life is like a big step you're yeah. taking like um, telling someone because others here yeah, I've been selfish. Like it's about me, 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 me. And pretty soon it's not going to be about me anymore. Someone is going to be in the mix. So I was like really scared. I'm like, how am I going to start this thing that they call life? Because I'm about to start life with someone that like completely different. Like how are we going to like blend together to make like everything perfect? So can you even imagine growing up in Nigeria? Could you have even dreamed that one day not only would you come to the United States, but you'd be getting your degree and now you're engaged to be married? Could you have imagined any of this happening growing up? Never. <laughs> never in a lifetime. Never. Sometimes I'll just sit down and like reflect about like how blessed I am, like being in the States and being here at BYU and you know, like the love God has shown and his grace upon my life. And I've never, like, if you ask me this, like, um, I'll say five years ago or, yeah, five years ago, if you tell me that this is going to happen, maybe I'm going to fight you and say, no, it ain't going to happen. But look at it today. And I'm so thankful and grateful for everything that God has blessed me with and including bringing Jess to my life. Well, Gideon, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on the engagement. Um, good luck with the shoe drive. Hopefully you can hit the goal of 10,000 and maybe shatter that record. And obviously good luck against Utah Valley as well. Thanks for the time. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. Good luck finding somebody easier to like than Gideon George. I, I hope you enjoyed that. And just to remind people, uh, the shoe drive, the sneakers for Africa that he was talking about, the dates again, Uh, Outside the Marriott Center on the 12th of December through the 17th, there will be donation um, like like tubs and um, barrels that you can put uh, new shoes or gently used shoes uh, that they will then donate um, to to children uh, and people in in uh, in Nigeria. Uh, that uh, that will certainly benefit from that, and you got you got to hear him talking about the smiles on their faces and just what it means, uh, because that stuff is not readily available uh, to to a lot of people. So, just an unbelievable thing that Gideon is a part of and helping um, to to get going. And again, last year they had about six thousand pairs of shoes. They're trying to set a goal of ten. So let's uh, let's not only get to ten. Let's just uh, let's blow right past that and really help out a lot of people that are in need of some shoes during this Christmas season. All right, coming up next, we will head to the Marriott Center, site of tonight's Cougars and Wolverines matchup. Our courtside conversation with Mark Durant is coming your way right after this. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. You'll hear him on the call with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, tonight. His name is Mark Durant, and it is our courtside conversation. Hi, Mark. Uh, any truth to the rumor that you have also been hired on the defensive side of Kalani Satake's football staff? 
Hey, listen, you could do a lot worse than me, Jason. I got some ideas, man. I know you do. <laughs> hey, uh, just just a uh, public service announcement from someone driving from Salt Lake tonight. Give yourself plenty of time. It's super slick out there. Anyway, I barely made it, but happy to be here with you, Jason. Well, let's. Um, I had a lot of things to discuss, but we're a little shorter on time. Uh, so I want to get to something that is some breaking news. And, and Greg uh, tweeted this out about seven minutes ago. There's going to be a new starting lineup and not just one change. There's actually going to be two changes. Two freshmen are going to get a start tonight. Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders have been put into the starting lineup. That means that based off of the previous starting five, Rudy Williams will come off the bench, and then Noah Waterman will also come off the bench. So your starting five are Dallin Hall, Jackson Robinson, Gideon George, Richie Saunders, and Fusene Traore. What do you make of the new starting five we'll see tonight against the Wolverines? Well, I think you need to make some changes and try and find some better you know, lineups for you. And I think what that does, even though those two are freshmen, Richie and Dallin, uh, they're, they're older, off the mission, they're mature. And, they, and, they all, and the, the defining characteristic of those guys is they're kind of hard-nosed guys. You know, and they've been playing after. well too, Mark. Yeah, been playing well. But, but I think what the team needs is, you know, you're going to have up and downs offensively. That, that happens. But they, they need uh, an identity defensively. They need guys that will really get after it. And I think that's that was the real breakdown in that first half the other night was uh, just defense. And, and, and you just need guys that are going to give you solid effort, especially when you have Spencer Johnson sitting because he was that guy. You know, he was that, that dependable, and, and he always gave you the effort. And I think they're just looking more for that. And, and also, you know, you move Rudy and Noah to that second group, that might give you a little bit better scoring in that second group, which I think was the weakness of that group. You know, you have some real threats offensively. So, you know, I, I don't know the answer. I think that's good to be trying different things and, and see what works. But uh, I think the main thing for this team, they, they need to find some kind of defensive identity and have some pride in their defense and, uh, you know, and play 40 minutes like they do the last 10 minutes when they're behind. Play with that kind of urgency and, and aggressiveness. And if they can do that, I think that will really help this team. So that's because I, I wanted to ask you what you want to see BYU come out and do tonight. Is that what you'd say? Just if it's, you know, the, you know the scoring is there. We've seen it. Now, we, you, everybody wants to see it more con- consistently, and I'm, that's coaches and everybody. But you think if, if the defense can get better, that, that that can really turn things around for this team? I think so. I think that's the real key. And, you know, if you're playing good defense, that that leads into the offense. If you're getting, you know, turnovers, you get, you get early offense, offense points. You see it in the games when they come back, right? They're getting after it. They make turnovers and they, they're, they get, they're getting open shots in transition because the, the pace of the game is increased and they're getting better looks offensively than they would in a half-court set. So I, I really think that the key for this team is to be better at defense. Now, there's a laundry a laundry list of things I could talk about that uh, I have concerns about defensively but uh, I think BYU needs to be smarter with how they approach teams and and provide different looks defensively uh, I don't know if this team is good enough uh, right now or understand the right principles enough to play man-to-man and just you know with the help defense and the rotations I, they're just not getting it done which results in wide open shots and Overhelping and not understanding what you're doing. So it may be best with the personnel and the depth that you have is to, to go with a, a, a half full court or a three court or even a half court, you know, one three one trapping type thing. It just it, get, it gets guys in the right mindset to be aggressive and to get after it rather than 
you know, giving up these open threes. And, you know, teams may not make them sometimes, but, man, if you give the team open threes in college basketball and they get make a couple, then they start thinking, man, we're hot tonight, right? Just, we're hot tonight. Yeah. We're feeling good. And then they start firing it when that was no, no, no more evident than what we saw with South Dakota who just lit it up and then they go to Air Force and they shoot three for 21. I mean, the key it's the way is it to always not works. teams. Well, I mean, that's, that's unlucky a little bit, but it's also – don't let teams get hot. Yeah. You know, make them miss their first couple, and then they think, uh-oh. And and uh, as it was, they made a few, and they, they thought that this is our night. We're going to do it. And, and you can't let teams get that kind of confidence early. Well, we saw something, maybe not to that level, but we saw something very similar when these two teams met each other last year in Orem. Utah Valley got BYU last year on their gym. And then after the game, several players let the Cougars know about it pretty publicly. This has turned into a, a pretty important game for BYU tonight. What do you make of this matchup? I think it's a tough matchup for BYU. I think it's just, this is a good UVU team. I think Mark Matson's showing he's a good coach and bring in guys. You know, last year it was Fardaz Amak and yep. 24, I think something like 24 points and 22 rebounds. And, and you think, well, we got rid of him, so it should be a little easier. And then they bring in... Other guys that are double-double guys, and, you know, Justin Harmon, uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's his name. Yeah, uh, Harmon, 14 had, a game. He had a big game against BYU. He's still around. And so this is a team that's not going to have the least bit of fear of BYU. They think, you know, we're going to come in here and win this game. What What is it about BYU that we should have any fear? I mean, we beat them last year. They've struggled. They just got beat by South Dakota. We're going to go in and win that game. So you don't even have kind of that psychological advantage you would typically have against a team like UVU because they believe they, they should win. And so this is be, be, be a real challenge for BYU. They're going to have to play one of their better games tonight. Mark, I feel like we just got started, but i got to let you go. Uh, I'm glad you made it safe, and we will hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Anytime I can get with you is a pleasure, Jason. Thank you very much, my friend. The great Mark Duran, our courtside conversation as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Wolverines. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a quick break, come back, and wrap up Cougar pregame live when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU hosting Utah Valley, trying to get back on the winning ways after having their two-game winning streak snapped last Saturday against South Dakota. BYU and Utah Valley, not the only local team playing tonight. Got to wait a little while. 8 o'clock is the tip-off, but Weber State will be on the road at Cal Baptist. We'll be following that one a little bit later on tonight. Uh, top 25 games going on right now. Number 7, Tennessee, with a big lead over Eastern Kentucky, 48-25. And number 4, Purdue, with a 22-point advantage over Hofstra, 77-55. to Also want to mention, coming up at halftime, big football news today. Jay Hill named the associate head coach and defensive coordinator. We will let you hear from both Kalani Satake and Jay Hill coming up during halftime and post game as we talk a little football here on the basketball broadcast. Coming up next, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. (laughs) 
It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, it's collision of crosstown teams with the 5-4 and four BYU Cougars hosting the 4-4 four and four Wolverines of Utah Valley. Cougs playing for a third straight home win over UVU, but the last meeting was a UVU win last season in Orem. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. I'm sitting alongside my color commentary colleague for the last 26 seasons, the former Cougar hoopster, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, BYU has arrived at a crossroads of sorts. The Cougars are 4-4 four and four in Division I games. They've trailed at halftime in five straight Division I games. They're now frequently falling behind by sizable margins before rallying. And as encouraging and inspiring as the comebacks have been, the Cougars have been playing with fire from the get-go this season in a lot of ways and getting burned occasionally, most recently by a so-so South Dakota team on Saturday. Yeah, Greg, I mean, if you're good enough to come back from down 20 with 10 minutes to go, you're good enough to not get down 20. (laughs) I mean, it's not like it's North Carolina or Gonzaga. You get down 25, you're just getting beat by a better team. The fact that BYU can get back in these games means they shouldn't get that far behind in the first place, in my mind. So then what do you talk about? What's get, what's the problem? Well, it could be coaching. It could be the wrong game plan. It could be players not getting themselves ready to play. It could be uh, players not understanding what the coaches want them to do. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that happens, but you, you need to start at this point identifying the right lineups, the right game plan, the right strategy. What is our weakness? What defenses can't we play? What defenses can we play? What works? What doesn't? And I think at this point you need to start doing that because if you start losing the game games like South Dakota and all due respect to UVU at home, I mean, you, you start to get some real cracks and it could go south really quickly. So this is a critical game for BYU. They need to figure things out, figure it out quick, get on the right track. All right, those are the words of Mark Durant. Coming up, the words of Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and UVU coming up, top of the hour, eighth all-time meeting between the Cougars and the Wolverines. BYU leads the series five games to two. The Cougs have won four or five get-togethers here at the Marriott Center. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about a lineup shakeup as he seeks to find a consistently winning lineup with his new-look team. Yeah, we'll we'll probably um, change the starting rotation several times through the course of the year, and and um, it's it's idea to give some guys a chance and give some guys a break and give some guys a fresh start and kind of rethink things. So um, I'm excited about to see what it looks like tonight. How do you plan to go against UVU? We're going with Dallin, Jax, Gideon, Richie, and Foos. Okay, what do you hope to get out of this change tonight? Well, I hope to get a little bit more uh, cohesiveness and continuity between the, uh, the 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 lineups that are in the game at any given time, um, and we're trying to fit pieces together, maybe more uh, pieces that work work better together in a more complementary role. And so, hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll make some progress on that tonight. When you bring in two true freshmen, are you kind of planting a flag, or is are you, as you say, it could be a thing that still rotates as you go along? No, no, no. We'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll continue to, to tinker with the lineup 
um, just as we grow through the season. We have so many different dynamic pieces, so many guys that are everybody really is 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 got so much growth ahead of them that the, the, the roster will stay really dynamic throughout the course of the season. Dallin in particular is playing really well right now. Yeah, I think he's been terrific. Um, he is, uh, you know, he's, he's physical and he's he's really heady. He's a high IQ guy, um, and he's 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 really trying to figure out, um, you know, how he can fit in this offense and how he can he can he can uh, make guys around him better. And then he's really really trying to figure out how he can guard at this level. And he's he's done a nice job both those fronts so far. How do you frame the change to a senior leader like Rudy? Uh, Rudy is is like the consummate teammate. He is. Um, he just wants to win. He wants to do whatever he can to win, and it very well might be that he has a bigger role coming off the bench than he does as a starter. You know, it's just is the way the game works. I mean, um, and so I don't think this will face him at all. I think he's excited to go play and play well. Okay, what kind of work week has it been for your team so far? Busy. Uh, you know, we're just listen. We're, we're we're clearly in a phase, and we're going to be all season long where we just have to find ways to get better, and we're making some real progress in some some key areas. Uh, it hasn't shown in the win loss column, but but we got to just keep going forward, keep pushing forward. And the guys are hungry to do that. How much does this year's UVU team look 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 like the one you faced just last season? Um, they're really good. Uh, you know, they're a little bit more veteran, a little bit more seasoned. Besides at the five spot, they but, but they brought in a really really special young transfer talent. Uh, um, they got a really explosive backcourt that can score at all three levels at any time. Uh, guys that have been been together now for a while, and and uh, they're a really good team. They're not a team that's been shooting the three ball very well at all. Um, how does that impact your game? game plan for them tonight? Um, not much. It's still early in the season, and, and we've seen uh, what you're seeing throughout the country is, is any given night, guys can pop up and make shots, and certainly this is a shot-making team, um, and so you know we have to guard them at all three levels. Does it feel like it's been almost three weeks since you played a home game? Because it has been. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Uh, we're excited to be here uh, and, get, and get a shot to play in the Marriott Center. All right, Coach, good luck in this one. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Rick. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built. Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Keep an eye on uh, Justin Harmon. Had 24 against BYU. Is a guy that could, can score quickly on you. And secondly, you know, BYU's got a lower shooting percentage than, than team shoot against them and lower three-point percentage than team shoot against them. They've got to get those numbers up. They've got to be better shooters. And, and, and part of that is just playing better defense to get those their opponent's number down to where it needs to be. So a little bit of better defense. Keep an eye on Harmon. All right, as we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are coming your way live from courtside at the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. Snowy night here in Utah County. Be safe on the roadways, whether you're coming to the game or otherwise. Well, tonight, BYU back on the home hardwoods for the first time in almost three weeks, 18 days. Cougars coming off a five-game swing on neutral floors. BYU went two and three in that stretch. Comeback win over Dayton in the Bahamas and a win one week ago tonight over Westminster in Salt Lake City. After tonight, BYU back on the road, taking on number 21 Creighton this Saturday in Las Vegas. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Adam Woodall and Corbin Radford. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. Broadcast intern, Shiler Johnson at BYU Radio. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. And our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at byuradio.org. Great to have you with us. Mark, in game number nine, well, game number ten, nine Division I games, but it's the tenth game of the year, we get a starting lineup uh, number three for Mark Pope and the Cougars. First change was by necessity after the injury suffered by Spencer Johnson. The latest change we see tonight is not due to injury, but uh, performance and, uh, well, tactics, if you will, trying to find something that works a little better. Two upperclassmen going to the bench, being replaced by two freshmen, Rudy Williams and Noah Waterman out, Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders in. And for Hall in particular, even though Coach Pope says this could be a continuing rotation, the future may be now for the rookie point guard. I like how he's progressed, right? Early in the season, uh, he did some good things but turned it over a lot. Or or he's doing good things that he couldn't hit a three. His shot's getting more consistent. He's playing smarter. He he runs that two-man game with Foose and Atiki better than anybody on the floor. And that's a big part of what BYU likes to do doesn't surprise me that they're going with those guys because the other thing that this team desperately needs is a little better toughness. I mean, a little better defensive identity. Guys that will get after it. Guys that are kind of bulldog type of guys. And they've been a little bit soft. I don't want to cast dispersions on anybody. But all I'm saying is you need a little bit better mix to get, especially with Spencer out. I mean, Spencer was that guy that kind of motivated you to get after it defensively. They need that guy back in the starting lineup. And Dallin and Richie are those kind of guys. All right, coming up after the break, we'll hear from UVU head coach Mark Matson. It's all Marks on the pregame. Mark Durant, Mark Pope, Mark Matson. Listen, can you find anyone under 25 named Mark? I challenge you. It does not happen. But we've got like, uh, maybe it just got uh, oversaturated with my age group. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel. Back on the Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you set for BYU and UVU. BYU coming in off a weekend loss to South Dakota. UVU won its last game, a Saturday home floor decision over Long Beach State. Cougs now 5-4, and four, Wolverines 4-4. Four and four. UVU's weekend win, evening head coach Mark Madsen's career record in Orm at 46-46. And 46. He's in his fourth season with UVU, having replaced Mark Pope after Coach Pope took over at BYU in 2019. A short time ago, I chatted with Coach Madsen about how his latest team matches up with this BYU team in this latest edition of a Crosstown Rivalry. 
Well, I think obviously the, the BYU team has talent at every position. They have shooting at every position, and they have physicality. And so we like our group. We like our group as well. You know, we're, we're, we're playing at a high level. We lost a couple close ones, a couple of overtime thrillers. They really could have gone either way. Uh, but give credit to Wake Forest on the road for them pulling out the win. Give a lot of, a lot of credit to Morgan State for, for beating us in overtime also. But we are, uh, we're a good team. We need to become a great team. The fact this is a program that's won on this floor, the fact this is a team that just beat BYU last year, even though not, not everyone was involved with all those games, how much does it help just the confidence level coming in? Our group is extremely confident. Just forget about any particular game. We, we have a group of very confident players. But every season is a new season. Every game is a new game, you know. Connor Harding was a big part of that win last year. Connor Harding is in Germany, um, making a lot of money playing professional basketball with his wife. Um, but that being said, we have a lot of returners that that, uh, that were part of that. And I just know that, that this game is going to be a great game. Um, a lot of, lot of good players on both sides. Conversely, BYU doesn't have a lot of guys who were part of that game last year. But Spencer Johnson's out, and Trevin Nell's out, and Gideon George didn't play in that game. So to that extent, UVU's got some guys who've been through this pretty recently. Yeah, experience is an interesting thing in sports because ha- having been there you know, and, and fought in the trenches is a good thing for, for, for both teams. Even though some of the BYU players maybe weren't involved in that particular game, it's a, BYU has experienced, talented, well-coached players. BYU didn't see Trey Woodbury last year. What kind of a difference does that make to your program? Well, it was it was a crushing blow for us when when Trey Woodbury had that injury right at the start of the season uh, because he was he would have been a, a MVP candidate for a Player of the Year candidate for our league uh, without without a doubt. And you know he he uh, he took the time to rehabilitate his knee and, and get it perfect and get it right. And so guys were forced to take on more responsibility last year and assume more growth. Was there a Mark Madsen five-year plan? And if so, uh, where are you in the process? (laughs) (laughs) I think right now with the transfer portal, there are no plans anymore because... You know, your best player could come in, you know, have a phenomenal season and come in and say, hey, I'm transferring. I, I got a good NIL deal somewhere else that is, you know, triple, quadruple, whatever money they're making at whatever school they're at. And so it's, I wish, you know, when I was at Stanford, Mike Montgomery, he had the three-year plan, the five-year plan. He had great plans, but we didn't have the portal back then. <laughs> if it were up to you, would this game be on every season schedule? Yeah, and I think I think both Coach Pope and I, we love this game. It's a great game. We both want it every year. I mean, there are certain realities as they move up to a, a much larger conference. There's going to be different mandates from television. There's going to be different things that, you know, I think we're both hoping to continue the series. Will it happen? I don't know. There's so many external things, um, especially as you move up a conference that are, are outside of the control of, of BYU or Coach Pope or BYU administration. Okay. Do you expect to outperform your preseason pick in league? <sighs> We better. We better. We better outperform it. Um, you know, the year we won the conference two years ago, they picked us last, and we ended up winning the conference. And so, you know, that that can absolutely be done. But look, our players have got to play well. Uh, our, our coaching staff has to has to perform. I mean, we all have to perform. Basketball is a performance based. Uh, it's a performance based profession. Coach Madsen, I appreciate your time as always. I hope to see you again next season. Greg, great to see you. All right, that is UVU head coach Mark Madsen. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. All right, uh, coming up just after the top of the hour, BYU and UVU. Start of a big week for BYU. Week that includes a weekend meeting with ranked Creighton in Las Vegas. Yes, the Blue Jays have lost three in a row, but Creighton's Creighton. And, wow, BYU had a tough go with the Blue Jays last year in uh, Sioux Falls. Not that you remember that game, Mark, with me. All All I was happy about was that I didn't travel in a storm all night long in a blizzard to get there just to watch BYU just get demolished in that game. Yeah, that's what happened. And I, I'd like to say it was worth the drive. <laughs> but, all right, so I was talking to Mark Madsen a minute ago. You heard the interview. Um, the last thing I asked him was, do you think UVU can outperform the preseason pick in the WAC? Just to put some context to that, uh, they were picked um, eighth by the media, seventh by the coaches mm. in the WAC. But, man, Mark, I, I look at this Why? group, and I, I think it's a good team. Pretty solid team. I mean, they've replaced AMAC pretty well, uh, and they, they've got some guys returning. A lot, you know, a couple guys. There's BYU has maybe one or two guys from last year. They have six or seven for UVU. So, I mean, they're, they, they've got a solid team. And I think Mark Madsen has established himself as a guy that can win games. He's a good coach. And so why would you – I don't know why they would be picked higher. I certainly think it's a confident team. They went to play Wake Forest, almost got them on the road, and – had a heartbreaking loss there, and this is a good enough team to come into the Merit Center and beat BYU. I give you that much. All right, to BYU meantime, pick third in the WCC. Uh, BYU right now, uh, four and four in Division One games. Their net just came out this week in the 190 range. Uh, already a couple quad three, quad four losses. So BYU's in unfamiliar territory in a way that way with WCC played just three weeks away now, Mark. What are maybe uh, reasonable objectives for this team right now? Well, I want to see more consistency because this seems either on fire or ice cold. I I want to see lukewarm. Give me lukewarm. I won't spit it out of my mouth. Just give me some normal play and and just simple goals, really, Greg. Goals of, hey, let's keep this team under 40% shooting or let's keep our turnovers under 13. Just just things that are within reach that I think this team can do and, and will give them that consistency to, to be a solid basketball team. All right, final word before tip-off coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. To BYU and UVU coming up. Tip-off just moments away. We talk about the starting lineup change for BYU tonight. Uh, Mark Durant with uh, Rudy Williams, Noah Waterman going to the bench. Richie Saunders, Dallin Hall, a couple of true freshmen coming in. Uh, Rudy was brought in as a one-year point guard, a senior upperclassman. You expect him to fill a role, and he had for the first nine games. Now he takes on a new role, and Coach Pope said maybe he even takes on a more important role coming off the bench. We'll see. It's always interesting to see how a player will react to that. I mean, human nature is you want to start, and you, you don't want that taken away from you, but it may help that second unit, Greg. That second unit, the weakness was scorers, and Rudy will now have a chance to really be the star of that second unit. He and Noah can add some offensive punch, while Dallin and Richie can give some defensive punch to that first unit. We'll see how it shakes out tonight. Tip off of BYU and UVU next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network.